this week, sexy brown girls, racially charged donuts, and how much would my co-host Sandeep Sen pay to sleep with a porn star? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Sandeep Sen. Uh, with me, as always, is the gregarious Phil Causey. Phil. Isn't it gregarious? Oh, yeah, gregarious. Gregorius is the baseball player for the Yankees. <laughs> okay. That's Fantastic shortstop, by the way. Or also, Gregor- there's the Gregorian calendar, so... <laughs> Maybe like someone who's... So I'm really good at telling time. Who's really into the Gregorian <laughs> calendar. Yeah, that Phil, well, he can to read say this is the least important debate show on the internet. And, yes, uh, it is. To, uh, so, Phil, how was your week? You ever, you ever have a bagel that just turns your whole day around? In a good way or a bad good way? Good way. Uh, I've been trying to do the slow-carb diet thing, so... Uh, oh, so you didn't have the same day I had I didn't, have, I didn't have a bagel. Actually, no, no, that's not what I want to talk about. I wanted to mention one thing that happened. Do you remember two weeks ago... How on the show we did a story with Quantico and Priyanka Chopra. Yes. Well, when I put this story out, when I put all our, our things out on, on the Instagrams of the world, uh, I you know I hashtag the shit out of it so maybe people will see the podcast. And it, uh, a random Priyanka Chopra fan page started following me, so of course I followed back out of politeness. And so now my like Instagram feed, like one out of every like probably ten or eleven pictures is, is like a super hot picture of Priyanka Chopra. So it was the fan page, not her herself. No, not herself. No, of course okay. not. No. That's, oh, cool. Amazing, That's cool. Though. You got on their radar. The fake outrage report is now in cahoots with the Priyanka Chopra fan page. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, so I just want to say that makes my life better because she's, she's a lovely, beautiful woman. You know, it just, it, it's impossible to look at pictures of her and make my day worse. So I... <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, speaking of beautiful women, let's take a, a moment to meet our guest today. Aliyah Janine, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. All right. So how would you describe your your profession yourself? Because it would be comedians mm, first my, and then all the all per- the other perifs, or would it be that per- stuff? My current profession, like as a job that I make money from? Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I make a little bit of money from comedy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all of the money that I make. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Comedian, that's pretty much it. And then I have like a very eclectic like resume of other things that I have done. I also like produce comedy shows and podcasts and stuff. Yeah, like actually, that. so you you have the uh, Impeccable Taste podcast. Is yes, that right? an Impeccable Taste podcast with Justy Dodge, and then a Hormones podcast with Von DiCarlo. Okay, good. I, I wanted to definitely give you actual credits up front rather mm-hmm. than just being like, you might have jacked off to our guest before. You know. <laughs> Well, that's how most people start out. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, the which one you do both podcasts or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what uh what are those? Well, hormones podcast. That's I've had that the longest. That's about mm-hmm. um that's a couple. That's like a hundred episodes in, about two years old. Nice. Um, that one is just um two different views on like sexuality. Um, different like topics about women and, and feminism and, and stuff like that. And then Impeccable Taste podcast is um, just two white women um, talking about the things <laughs> that they hate um, and like the few things that we do love. But if anyone is familiar with Justy Dodge, we mostly hate things. So um, it's mostly the things that we hate. Hate brings people together more than it love. It really does. I mean, that's how we yeah. started the podcast. Well, that's how we became friends was our disdain for this other woman. Like we were on drugs and partying until like seven o'clock in the morning and we just really <laughs> bonded over not liking this other girl. 
in the group. And then we started this podcast because of our love of Michael Bolton. Um, was episode one about how much you hate this woman? Yeah, yeah, how we met and um, okay. our love for Michael Bolton, obviously. That'd yes. be great if you, you started by naming names. Episode yeah, well, one. no, um, no <laughs> names. We try to, I always try to keep names out of it. I think that's. Um, Does she important. know who she is? Probably not. No, no, no okay. she's not. A, she's not a comic or anything like that. Oh, so. well, yeah, it's not nearly, so, not nearly as juicy. Not a clue. <laughs> How amazing is it that someone is walking around and there's a whole podcast? episode dedicated to how people hate her right and, and she has no idea no idea she well it's not that we hate she was just i mean like i said we were all on drugs and she just wouldn't shut up and unfortunately she was the one with the drugs so we had to deal with oh it. so those are the those are the fun drugs oh yeah i'm like i have money can i just get my own drug that's always my philosophy <laughs> Yeah, it is always helpful when you don't have to leverage anybody else's correct, you know, yeah, wants and needs into your drug acquisition. Exactly. Like if you're going to do drugs, like you need to, you know, be comfortable and whatever. Mm. Sunny, what kind of drugs can you prescribe? By the way, what's uh, uh I mean, Adderall is what everyone wants for me, but there's oh, also of Xanax. Of course. Oh, really? You know, Zan- that whole. Can you any really good shit like Valium or any like? I mean, I could prescribe opi- uh, uh, opiates. If yeah. I- but I wouldn't, but I never do. But yeah, that'd I, be yeah. kind of weird. That'd be unethical. <laughs> right. right. Oh, man. Now, you had a question. Now, now uh, I don't mean to blow up your spot. Okay. But so you, you have um, other eclectic things you mentioned, uh, and you have some expertise in, in certain fields. Yeah. Sandeep had a question about a certain person in that field that we were talking about just before we went on today. Right. But well, don't he we have was to- soliciting uh, me for, to find a price to sleep with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Which, by the way, is very illegal and just rude and distasteful, to be perfectly honest, to assume that all porn stars want to sleep with anybody that offers them any amount of money. Uh, well, I know other people who are, who, yes. are, who are in the sex worker industry, and they all, they, they all seem to say, yes, they think I would be able to sleep with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> That's um, adorable. For a, when you're a doctor, you've got that going for you. No, that has nothing to do with it. I, I mean, like, it, it just would would she entertain doing something like that? And most former sex workers thinks that she would and that she probably does, like, on the side. I feel like she's too big of a celebrity. Well, you know, Uber says everyone's got a side hustle. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So maybe. Indeed. I mean, who knows? I feel like her side hustle at this point is other stuff like speaking engagements. Right. Some people think between $1 and $2,000 she might do it. That's why I want to ask. <laughs> right. Oh. My my That's reaction like, was like Aaliyah's. No, Aaliyah seems to no, think like the price you just higher. said the celebrity status. So right. if yeah. she were to do something like that hypothetically, you're looking at ten thousand dollars an hour, honey. Right. Yeah, ten thousand. That's what I was. Well, thinking. he only needs about six minutes. So about two grand. <laughs> I need two grand. Also, works. they they brought up that she's kind of like past her prime as far as. <laughs> oh, and so of course they did. <laughs> Women yeah, are, but women are the worst to other women. Like they really are. Women are horrible. No, what they are is just jealous a lot of times. Yes, yeah, so they're talking her price down to feel good about themselves. Pretty that much, yeah, ego. because okay. most of them aren't even going to get that rate. But they're like, you should when you me- if you message well, like her- unless they have a name like in porn or right. like drop dead gorgeous like professional high end escorts. Mm-hmm. These the women that you're probably talking to are not getting a thousand dollars an hour unless they're just really good manipulators. Right. Okay, then. I'm glad yeah. that we agree. There is also a semi, only semi-related. There's a bar in New York City that serves a dark and stormy Daniels yes. for $8, which I thought was pretty funny. Oh, I saw a sign for amazing. that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're in New York when you see like 
even your drinks are politicized. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, I have, yeah, I buy weed sometimes and it had like Afghan Kush and it had a picture of a, <laughs> of a tank on it. I'm like, can my weed not be political <laughs> driven? Yeah. That would be great. It was, that's weird too, because like, you know, your weed, when, when you smoke it, you, you become very hippie like. Yeah. And so why is my exact, weed warmongering yeah. in front of me? You know, so speaking of sexy times <laughs> and, um, you know, brown countries, Sandeep, let's start with you today. All right. This story comes to us from, wait for it. India. Oh my goodness. <laughs> of all places. India is making, uh, Aliyah, India has made many appearances in, on the fake outrage report. Coincidentally. Coincidentally. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, um, no idea. But, uh, but India once again has, has made the cut here. Uh, there are partners in democracy and they're really joining us and our partners on, in fake outrage. Um, <laughs> oh, fun. So this is, the, the controversy stems from this Bolly, this new Bollywood movie that just dropped called Veer de Wedding, which means friend's wedding. Yeah, and it's been called India's version of Sex in the City. Uh, the film stars Sawana Bhaskar, Karina Kapoor, Sonam Kapoor, and Shika Talsania. Not a single Patel anywhere in there. Uh, yeah, but uh, they probably <laughs> produced it. And there's probably some Patel money coming in there. Uh, this was produced by a woman, and it centers on four female friends and their attitudes towards sex, love, and marriage. It also shows them smoking, drinking, puking, Mm-hmm. Uh, Which are all things that Indian women are not normally accustomed to do, right? Like culturally or whatever. Exactly. Well, not uh, in India. I mean, I've known, known a few in New York to. Uh, which is we- all those, people to do. Which Indians is weird because they have Sunny Leone, <laughs> who used to be an American porn star, a pretty popular American porn star, who is now a Bollywood actress, and they didn't seem to have any problem with her getting into that industry. But she doesn't really do those movies where something like this, I guess. Yeah, and no, there was kind. Of, I mean, people do know about it, and they yeah, yeah, many people did not like it. Oh, uh, but then she still sells those tickets, you know. Yeah. So uh, I, I, they're also swearing, and in one scene, the husband of a character played by one of the actresses, Swana Bosker, walks in on her, him, her, her masturbating with the vibrator. Nice. And so that caused a lot of outrage in India. Um, oh, female a, pleasure? Of female course. I, I'm scene. sure that's the thing that men don't realize can happen in that country. Uh, no, w- w- was he upset or were people upset that she was masturbating or the fact that she didn't need a man? Because like that is part both. of that culture out there. You, you think it's both? Okay. <laughs> Probably both, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, just the idea of a woman being able to pleasure herself is like mm. it can be like a huge slap in the face in, into some with some cultures and also like like men are, are there like most of the time in certain religions and stuff like that like pleasure isn't really a thing like you're just supposed to have sex to procreate you know you're just there to make babies that's pretty yeah. much all women's things so yeah no it's definitely both yeah so this this movie in is very <laughs> i guess forward-thinking western progressive and it's sort of a uh, shock to the system in some ways to mainstream indian culture would you say right india is a very conservative it's a pretty sexually conservative mm-hmm. society it's getting i mean it used to be way more and it's getting way less and i think there is a generational um divide here that's that's more pronounced even than in america didn't so, didn't isn't the Karma Sutra? <laughs> Isn't that yeah. what that's in? Right? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to um, make sure. Well, the most repressed sexual cultures are always getting the nastiest. Like, I, I've Duh. noticed that when I go out on dates or with women who are from cultures that are like super religious, after like two drinks, they're, they're like, 
DTF immediately. I yeah, love it when Phil tells stories about him banging Indian chicks. I love it. <laughs> this is always this is we always hear. I hear this off the air. I love that you're talking about it on the air. <laughs> it's no, it's not just Indian. Like I, I have a friend. But it's also you're also including Indians. Yeah, I have a friend who I swear to God he gets. Well, we were always asking him like, dude, how come you're hooking up with all these women? And this is not a joke. He's like, dude, Christian Mingle. Oh yeah, not a joke. Okay, you you. Some girls like, oh, I'm from Kentucky. I'm a little church girl. You two, three drinks, and then it's like, oh, I don't think Jesus is looking anymore. And, and that's just how it <laughs> well, that's is. That's how it is. Every yeah. culture is like that. Brown or Southern or whatever. And that's just and, and men and women are like that. People who when they are told to not let loose in their normal day to day life, well, it's not even just not let loose. It's just be a normal human yeah. being and like have a normal bodily function. That's what sex is kind of is. You know what I mean? Like we need it. It makes us happy. It helps with stress levels and stuff like that. If you guys don't jack off at least once a day, you could get freaking cancer. So it's like, it's kind of, oh, is that, is that an actual, is that a true statistic? With, yeah, it could really mess you up if you guys don't like get rid of that crap. Mm, by, that, <laughs> by that standard, I'm going to live to be a hundred. Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> so who specifically is mad? Are there any like, political leaders or religious leaders in here. Do you have any Indian quotes for us today? Uh, no, I don't have any Indian quotes. Oh, the, 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 the stories didn't name quotes. It, I think there's a vast... Um, it's a billion people, and so many people are upset. There's a hashtag <laughs> to boycott this movie. Wow. Uh, didn't they stop playing it in some theaters? I, I'm sure they did. I'm I sure in some of the more rural or, parts. Or like, yeah. rate it. Like well, that happens to, to some movies here in America. Like uh, certain theaters, they'll just not play a movie. Like, do you remember when uh, Bill Maher did that movie Religious like 10 years ago? Yes. I was living in Florida at the time. I would have had to drive like almost 200 miles to go see oh, it. Oh, to go see it, Because yeah. everyone down there was like, no, we don't want this around here. Yeah. Well, so, at the same time, like yeah. why put a movie in a theater that isn't going to make money either? Like that's mm-hmm. just wasting, you know, and then causing drama because people will protest it or whatever. <laughs> or whatever or whatever they do <laughs> just angry at other people's things it's like you don't have to watch it like isn't that what america is about i'm so confused so was there a response from any of the actresses or producers of the film or anything but yeah they've you know they've defended the movie they doubled down they, yeah they doubled down they defended it they're like this is especially specifically the masturbation scene she's like this is what you know it was done in the privacy of her own bedroom um, cause some people like public masturbation isn't appropriate. And she's like, well, in the movie, it wasn't public. Yeah, exactly. It's a movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for um, fictionalized masturbating on a film. Yeah. yeah. But India is a conservative real. country. So the sex, like women having a sex drive is not appropriate. It's like, it's the same, like kind of people understand it here. Like women are supposed to be more, um, less sex driven. And if they show a sex drive there, it's considered slutty. Like, I think we understand those rough concepts here. Because that that culture that that does exist here, the, the, such that people well, understand it's that it happens. It's regional right. here too. Still, I mean, it, especially now with the you know with all the d- divisive culture we have in the states, there's a lot of parts like you know Bible Belt and Texas and all that. Right. that I would imagine, yeah, that more, still have that. Yeah. Even like I'm from Wisconsin. Even Wisconsin, it mm-hmm. still kind of has that mentality where it's like they just slut shame women like yeah they're not they're yeah. you're supposed to get married and have kids and then that's it yeah well i'm i'm from a rural part of new england too where you know being that i'm older than 22 and not married everyone's like the fuck you're doing it wrong yeah right. fuck you doing you know that's what are that's you doing the, with your life yeah, you're throwing that's, that's, it so away I, you're, you're definitely right about that. here in the city though we don't give a shit it's like oh, no, women, yeah. women, women are sluts awesome where are they <laughs> where like, are they we are in just we are uh, official stance on the fake outrage report pro slut <laughs> i just want everyone to be 
very clear on that. Right. So, I mean, I think the level of that it exists in America, and by the way, outside of like big cities, it's it's totally there. It's probably like yeah. three or four times as much in, as in India. Really? Uh, three or so four times like as much in India. So, the rural parts of India are like, like way, way more repressed than... Oh, rural even in the of, cities in India, it's still like most people are still repressed. Maybe like, par, like parts of... Like the biggest, like Bombay. Do or they something, even have but, like titty bars and stuff like that in India? Oh, not really. Really? No, it's yeah. not like the main culture. Yeah. Is it like or anything like that? Well, no. I mean, they just they call them belly dancers, right? You guys have belly dancers. That's probably like the extent of the strippers. <laughs> Which, and that's yeah. not even stripper, but in my mind, I'm like, they made you know they they find a way. They're like, this is a different kind of dancing. <laughs> right. It's a CD. If there is, I'm sure there is, but it, it'd be very part of a CD underworld type. Yeah. It's not like an open like, oh, let's go to Vegas and go to strip club. You, you wouldn't really. Well, and that's the thing is that that actually hurts the, the sex workers more. We were talking about this off the air uh, that like you know when when you force things to be illegal, then people who do those things are being put in more dangerous situations. Yeah. So if there are those kind of places in India, it's like in the movies where like some guy like taps you on the shoulder and it's like super underground and all this kind of bullshit. Whereas here, there's like a neon sign that says like, hey, tits, triple X, like, come, come in, truckers. In. I know that there's um, there's a couple of princes, uh, like Saudi Arabia, um, there's a couple of guys in India too that um, fly American females out and like pay them like between 10 to 30 grand and they keep them all in one like room or whatever. Sometimes they don't even see the guys or whatever. Um, apparently they take your passports and then give them back and like do all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like no one is taking my fucking passport. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. One girl got in trouble because she didn't deposit the money and she tried to like fly with 30 grand cash. Just <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. Wait, you knew these you knew these people? I know a lot of people, yes. You knew some <laughs> of the people who actually flew to like one of the harems of the Saudi Arabian Correct. people? Yes. Yeah, what's that story? <laughs> well, it's not my story, so I, Right. So she's like, yeah, I went she there. Want to no, no, no. There's a couple. There's a couple girls that have definitely done that. Like pretty much anytime you see porn stars it's like, "I'm going on vacation in Dubai." It's like it's not a vacation. <laughs> oh, it's a working vacation that's weird yeah i knew a couple of girls who lived there for a couple of months and they were yeah su- super yeah no they, they actually some of them will offer oh. to like you have to live there for like six months or whatever and you get paid like half a million dollars like depending on the girl or whatever yeah there's all sorts of oh, that... things that girls could do unfortunately like you can't talk to your family and there's all like these like restrictions and you have to sign all these papers. Oh, that's why that are girl... they treated well when they're there yeah I mean, that's why girls do it and they come back. So it's like, mm. <laughs> that's the main thing. It's like, if the girls don't come back, then they're not going to get any other girls to go out there. And they're fascinated with American porn stars. So, well, so they're so oppressed, they have to import their sexuality. <laughs> that's, that's weird, kind of a weird concept there. So, as far as the verdict goes in this one, um, I'm not on board with the outrage. I, I think that it's, you know, it's. If you don't want this to be in a movie or you don't want to see this movie, your choice is to just not go to the movie. You don't get to shut it down. Right. No. Uh, yeah, I think I, I understand it more because I think first in India, there isn't like rules that are that are followed mm-hmm. like they are here. So I think if you don't want your child to see like an R-rated movie, I think you can kind of like expect that the, the, the theater's card. I don't know how it works. I guess I used to see R-rated movies. And so. No, really? They no, don't I have, get, like, an age restriction on who goes to see the movie? Yeah, it's, like, seven, you know, like, R is supposed to be 17 and over. Mm-hmm. But So in India, I think, like, there, first, there's a, there's a bigger cultural divide. I think the, the difference between, like, the liberalism of the, the children's generation and the, 
the older generation mm-hmm. is like is more because like uh, it's people are going with the Western values and they watch all American TV. So that's where they are. And then the parents are like still more in the more way more traditional which is like that everywhere. It's always so. What's the age limit on this movie? Do you have to be like thirty three to go see this movie? Now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they really enforce any shit like that. So like anyone can go see this movie, and so they're probably mm. that's, that's, that's probably a big part it. of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'm f- I'm going fake outrage in this one. Fake I think uh, this is bullshit. yeah, fake outrage. Okay. Are you, I'm assuming you're with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. <laughs> three three. And now we're gonna come back to the states. In this story, I am uh, speaking to Indian people. This story has to do with Dunkin' Donuts. And this this came to us from Baltimore, Maryland, where uh, there was a sign posted, a big red flyer inside of their uh, 41st Street in Baltimore location uh, that offering customers free donuts and a coffee if they called this number and they reported workers who were speaking not English while working there. What? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of what most people's reactions were. And there was a, like a big number. I assume it was like the GM or the manager's like cell number. I don't. I, mean, I can't confirm that. Although I should have looked at it and then called, crank called it or something. Uh, sorry to tip my head so early on this one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so th- that's what happened. Is that people people uh, were there were kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what do they? They want us to report people for speaking a different language than English while working and talking to someone other than me. Like that, that's a little crazy. And so, yeah, you know, employees are upset. Customers were upset. Um, you know, I don't know if all the employees were upset though, because they might've well, not obviously been someone put the sign up that worked there. Cause Dunkin' Donuts, they're like franchise, right? Like other random people can own a Dunkin' Donuts. Well, yeah, it's a franchise situation. Yeah. So like yeah. a random person or whatever, it's not all owned by the corporation. I always think it's funny when people in America, it's like, oh, you have to speak English when, if I'm not mistaken, America is the only country that doesn't have like a national language because we're the only country that has every type of person in it, if that makes sense. Like the French, obviously, France, is they're going to speak French because that's France and they're all French there for the most part. Here, we're the melting pot of the world. Like, why would we have one set language? Especially Um, here in the city. Like, yeah, in like major cities. But of course, when you're in like bumblefuck, like Nebraska or whatever, you know, where maybe you have like one Spanish speaking family or something like that. No, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I hate fucking people. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And I, you know, I work at a place where I'm one of like maybe 10 white people that works there. And there's like hundreds of people from other cultures there. Yeah. And it's funny, like, I've never, I never even thought. To like tell somebody, oh hey, speak English. It's like, uh, hey, yeah. if you can get the job done and you can get it done more efficiently by communicating whatever language you speak. Yeah, have at it, man. I don't give a fuck, you know, because I know I work at a place where it's like Spanish, Russian, Haitian, Chinese, like every language. I would just try to like pick up all the swear words. Like that was always <laughs> my thing. Like I could speak a little bit of Spanish. I understand Spanish more than I could speak it. I took it probably like freaking four years total <laughs> but it's Spanish just one of the like i learned when i you. was like older and so like i didn't didn't really care so you're like all right look just teach me how to order a beer teach me how to say like vagina and go fuck yourself yeah and, uh, like <laughs> just like the important <laughs> things like i will murder you um i'm gonna call the police you know like the important things <laughs> no well, i have a different view uh, haven't you guys ever it's haven't you ever been raised with like that it's rude to speak another language in front of someone who doesn't speak that language 
deliberately? Not no. really. Well, and that's, that, a, that's definitely like an issue. I think it's the, the context is different because here's the thing. Like if we're doing like a business deal and then like and like you're sitting there and then you all of a sudden you say something in Gujarat to your friend. It's like, right. oh, what, are you, what are you hiding from me? But exactly. if, if it's Dunkin' fucking donuts, they're just trying to get the job done quicker and get the donuts and the coffee no, well, ready Well, what quicker. if the customer is being difficult and then suddenly the, the they start speaking Gujarati to each well, other? Well, then fuck that customer. <laughs> uh, no, mean, that... Yeah, I I really wait. No, that's don't for care. the customer. If the customer, if there's like a conflict that you're having with the employee, and then suddenly they start speaking a different language. I mean, well, yeah, no, I mean, in the context, that'd be kind kind of rude, I guess. But yes, it like, would be. I mean, this is a common social ex- expectation: is that you don't just start speaking another language in front of someone who doesn't speak that language because it's because it cuts them out of what you're saying. Yeah, oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be rooting and could be like, oh, you're talking shit about me, basically. Like you're swearing at me in a different language. Right. And that I can understand. But if it's just two people that are like, let's say, like working behind the counter and there isn't a problem, and he's just like, like asking, like placing the order in that language, then no, I don't see a problem with that at all. I but think. because yeah, you no. never know what they're saying since they're speaking a different language. Well, the, the, what the, they're the, saying is this guy wants a cinnamon raisin bagel with cream cheese uh, in yeah. whatever language that is. And you as long as they're I saying, it, and they're probably saying this, this, this imperialist American asshole wants it. You never and know that's what people fair. are saying. We deserve well, that. Yeah, you know what? As long as I get my bagel and nobody jerked off on it, I don't really yeah. care. It's like ordering a liter of cola, Farva. Who gives a shit? But yeah. this is like <laughs> this is general manners that 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 people. That's no, a general. Okay, you social know what? Custom. Maybe maybe because like most Americans, we only speak English, right? Yeah, and, and many other. Um, cultures and stuff like that like they're they have to learn English because English like anytime I traveled like to Europe they have like French and then they have English or, or they have Spanish and then they have English, English. smaller letters yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because that is just what they do because of England and, and blah 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 here in America we're not really told or taught how to speak other languages and so somebody may be very offended by like two people talking a different language but like I could get it a little bit, but at the same time, like read a fucking book. If you're offended and you want to know what they're saying, try learning the language. Yeah, yeah try <laughs> learning some see, type like, of... <laughs> corporations at businesses, they do r- mandate a certain level of politeness to their to their customers. Yeah. It's not like they don't, they yeah, don't but... expect you to talk to the customers like they are friends or be, you have to behave a certain professional way. Yeah. And that already is a, a kind of a social custom that you don't speak another language in front of someone and cut someone out like that. I don't... It's I, not I, like the people at the uh, at Dunkin' Donuts, they couldn't speak English. So the guy's like... Some of them can't. I mean, not to no, be a dick, can't. but like, the, really. It, and that's the thing. Like, this is a... Con- what I'm, my point is this. Is this a conversation that you really want, like, in on? Like, you want to hear them yell like, oh, hey, I need a, uh, you know, a dozen more glazed donuts. Like, who gives a shit? It's a matter yeah. of politeness. You also don't have to say please and thank you and be deferential and say the customer's always right, but businesses do expect cer- Dude, certain, a certain I would level say, of... I would say right? talking in front of people in a different language. No, talking to someone or at someone in a different language. Yes, that's rude. But they're but because they're there, they obviously are. It's it, it's obviously in front of another person. Unless they're trying to communicate with you in a different language, then no, like that's exactly. their culture. Exactly. Like you're just being offended by something that you don't understand, and that just makes you kind of an asshole because you're like, oh, I don't understand this, and I need to know everything. It's like, no, you don't. Why do you need to know everything? Yes, yeah, why, why do you hate Indian people? Well, we're back. <laughs> no, I'm saying we're back to like I know this is a normal like rule. Like you don't just you don't talk to if you're. 
if there are three people in a room, you don't just talk to someone else in a different language. It's just considered kind of rude and there's no reason for it. I mean, if um, like that, because I... Well, uh, there is a reason for it. The reason is, it's fucking morning rush. There's a line of 15 fucking people. And that's and the, the fastest language, way to yeah. do this is to fucking do it in their native language so everyone can get their food faster. That's the reason. No, they speak English. They can understand English in, in the same amount okay, of time. But, that but, it, but, not, you, no, they can't. but you they as can't, a psychologist to know that yeah. when people speak different languages, their dominant language is going to be faster than the other one. And they're going to think slower when they have to think what they're actually saying instead of just doing what they know. So really, all we're doing is trying to make people feel more comfortable because they don't understand something and actually just making everyone's life more difficult because now people are going to have to wait because so-and-so didn't want to hear these two people speaking Spanish about their freaking bagel. Yeah, and guess what? If you're forced to learn English, then they're going to fuck up the order, okay? No, they're not splitting the atom. They're asking for a chocolate donut. They know the English for get me a no, chocolate donut. No, that's the thing, though, is that when they're communicating with each other, one person's English might be weaker and they might fuck the order the up. The manager hired these yeah. people, right? And he asked them to speak English, so he knows what their English skill is. He's not like, oh, you don't know how to speak English? Well, fucking speak it. <laughs> and, and slow down my... Oh, and slow down your work time, so slow down the money I make. <laughs> I think the manager knows what their English skills are, and he's asking them to... This is like a normal rule. So I, I, you know what? I'm going, I'm, I'm oh. defying you people. Fake out. No, real outrage. Wait, <laughs> what is it? What am I ruling? What's my ruling? <laughs> your ruling, ruling in this case would be, would be fake outrage. Uh, but let me, so here's, let me, yes. let me keep going with the story. Oh, yeah, so Dunkin' Donuts put out a statement. And I'm going to paraphrase it because it's a long fucking statement. They basically yeah, said. And it ain't Spanish, by the way, guys. We're talking about Indians. That's right. <laughs> it's Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Um, so they're saying that the, uh, the, the franchises all share the goal of creating a welcoming and hospitable environment, which goes along with what you're saying. Okay. It's part of like the welcoming culture is, you know, I guess speaking English. And right here, it said this, that this thing was posted up by the GM based on her own personal judgment to ensure that the standards are being met. So the GM is hiding behind the, oh, it's the corporate standards. And by the way, it's, it's, a, it's a she, not a he, which I, you know, because everyone I know was ready to get up in arms like, oh, it's the straight white men again. Nope, not this time. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and so then. She, like, the, the, yeah, the, you guys the, are still losing, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know that. But it's yeah, it's it's the inevitable downfall. But the uh, and, and so they went on to say that her intent was to uh, create a, a you know environment of customer service and satisfaction, but that they determined that this was inappropriate um, and that the franchise owner removed this had the sign removed. So the, the result of it was you know that the sign was getting removed. So you know the, the outrage I would say had some effect. Uh, one thing I, I want to point out here that I think is kind of interesting is I, I you know, I, we don't like to go political on the show very often, but I feel that this this is all Trump's fault. No, no, no. I no, mean, no, seriously. No, the thing is, though, is it, <laughs> my, my question is this: is this Indians? This is not like a new thing that Indians run Dunkin' Donuts. It, like this is a stereotype that's existed my whole life. That's racist. So fuck you, Phil. What I'm saying is, is that. Is this is it possible that this person who's the GM here is one of these people that we hear about lately who gets quote unquote emboldened by the fact that this is now Trump's America, America. And, and, and that now this that they feel like oh yeah we can Empowered, we can put something yeah. like this up now because well, if he could say these types of things like he's the president of the United States why do I have to hold back yeah I mean let's 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 back I'm it the up president a of this bit. fucking Dunkin' Donuts right <laughs> some of the, there are some logical inconsistencies is that this GM hired the. Mm -hmm. the the employees if they couldn't speak yeah. english well then that's would, on her yeah why would she hire someone who doesn't speak english yeah so she wouldn't do that it was what i'm saying because she's they, well they yeah have to interact there, with there's the no question that they cannot not speak english they could speak english but if they it's can, just two people oh india well you will know that they that 
she hired them because they could speak English, that they're whatever, right? They can definitely speak English. Yes. Otherwise, she wouldn't hire them. Correct. Correct. No, but yeah. it doesn't mean, like, why should they not be able to Yeah, but dude, to they're, not, they're not given a fucking English exam to work there. It's like, okay, can you speak English broken enough to not to figure out what this is? Okay, good. It's not like... Again, this doesn't make sense, Phil. If they, if they can't speak English and she's requiring them to speak English... Well, and then, that's going to slow down their ability to work and it's going to cost her money. It doesn't make sense that she would speak hire someone that can speak barely blo- broken English. Well, well then, yeah. Then why would she put a, the note? It wasn't the GM that put this right. letter. So they are able to speak English. Yeah, so it's, yeah, rude fuck, to speak, it's rude to just yeah. not speak English for no reason. So that's why that's the note. That's the reason for the note. Look, if there are two people on the subway speaking Spanish to each other, you have no right to tell them what to, what to do. But when, when people are your employees, you do have the right... And it's normal to like ask them to behave a certain way in front of customers. So I don't. That's why I didn't feel like this was that this is a big deal. Well, okay, the policy of like, hey, try to speak better English. Uh, I'd be kind of on board with. No, it but wasn't better English. The, it was just, it was just speak to English. speak English in general. It was the Which it, you can speak. The outrage here, I, I think, was more focused on the fact that there was a a bounty. Okay, a donut-based bounty. Yeah, where they're of, like, if you report these brown people, you will give you a free fucking mocha and some coconut donuts. Right. Yeah, it's we're like so we're sorry for you having to, yeah. to be exposed to other languages That's that you're not used to. You poor, poor Americans. Oh, Americans. how are you ever going to survive hearing a different language? Yeah, and my <laughs> other question is this: is how did this system? Occur, like, did they like? Did they snail mail you a coupon for free donuts? And is it a specially marked coupon? Like, because then when you hand that coupon to the Indian person behind the right, desk, they like, know that you reported them. Like, and then that's awkward. when they order the extra spit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was wondering how the process. Or does the GM come out with like an air horn? And was like, yeah, we got one. Yeehaw! <laughs> and hands you a free donut. Like, how? What's the process? Okay. I didn't know the racism GM loses could get money. you free donuts. To be it honest, can in Baltimore. Right. Well, not anymore, actually. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going legit outrage on this one. I feel you're you're with me there. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm guessing I'm going to be outvoted. Yes. Oh, I was waiting Sorry, for the suspense. Do you see, guys? In this episode, proves that identity politics are not always determining factor in people's opinions. Because the Indian guy <laughs> was all was yeah. called out and said it was fucking fake outrage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, now we come to the the fun part of the show where we always ask our guests before we go. Oh God, Miss Janine, is there anything you are currently outraged about? that you'd like to let some steam off on. Jesus fucking Christ. Everything. <laughs> the world is literally falling apart as we speak. There, um, Trump now gets to vote in another freaking Supreme Court justice dude, which is, mm-hmm. that's, and, and my girl Ruth, like she's holding on by a couple of threads. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I'm not sure how long Ruth is going to last. Yeah. She just needs to last through this, through this term. Oh God. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, but everything yeah. is falling apart. Just do drugs. Fuck it, the world's over. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic uh, thought to end on, I think. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you have 30 free seconds in your life, give us a killer review on iTunes. We'd love to have it. Email us and uh, give us any Dunkin' Donuts-based opinion or any non-Dunkin' Donuts-based <laughs> opinion at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us a tweet at fakeoutrageript. And... You can follow Aaliyah Janine online at uh, the Aaliyah Janine on Twitter, um, Aaliyah.Janine on Instagram, and you can check out my schedule at AaliyahJanine.com. All right. And before we go, Mr. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, if anyone out there knows Stormy Daniels, just tell her she has, <laughs> she wants to make a quick grand. <laughs> oh, baby. Jesus. And I literally mean quick, six minutes, as Phil said. <laughs> it's on.